Hello everyone, I'm Mike from The Self App, and thank you for listening to The Self App Podcast. This is a show where we discuss all things good thoughts, good words, good deeds related, and interview people passionate about being their best self, and who are helping others to be their best self too. Some of the segments include Coaching Clinic, where we talk to psychologists, motivational thinkers, and life coaches. Book Club, where we discuss and share reviews on our favorite books. Startup Spotlight, taking a pre-seed and more often than not non-techie view on starting a business and running a business. Health and Fitness Hustle, where we provide tips, tricks, and training from experts. And Esoteric Edge, a look at hidden or secret philosophy and how it can help you be your best self. If you haven't already, please download the Self app where we deliver you a collection of tools to help you be your best self. And 3% of all our profits are donated to charity. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Today, it's my absolute honor and privilege to introduce you to Corey Warfield. Corey is a waiter turned entrepreneur who quickly escalated to leading LinkedIn influencer and now helps others achieve influencer status who are active on this platform. Corey is an avid raiser of capital for ventures of his own and for others to help scale ventures and raise awareness and also to establish his own personal brand, Corey Connects. Corey is currently working on gamifying recruiting and social media growth with Corey Connects, as well as hosting the said podcast, saving the restaurant industry with his restaurant profitability apps at Shedwell, solving huge data privacy issue with information, and co-directing the current Midwest cohort at Founder Institute, where he's twice previously been mentor in excellence. Corey is also the executive for North America for Influencer Active, a platform for the leading LinkedIn influencers, which we're going to learn more about today. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Corey. So Corey, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm fascinated to hear about all the things you're doing and and I don't know where to start. Do we start with Corey Connects? Do we start with information or do we start with uh, Influencer Active? What would you like to lead us into today? I think Corey connects makes the most sense. And first of all, thanks for having me. And thank you to the ears that are listening to this program. Uh, but Corey connects kind of was born out of what I do as far as, you know, amassing communities, connecting dots, bringing people together, helping them find jobs, opportunities, sell themselves and their products on LinkedIn. And so we found some ways to algorithmically gamify that in a true video game capacity. And we can talk more about the game and, and the team I have be behind that if you want. But I think at the core of it, Corey Connects represents me as, as a person, as a connector, and as a leader. And you and I have, you know, we were connected and, and we've now connected each other to other people. And I think just being part of that tapestry and part of that, you know, al almost spider web of just beingness is probably where this conversation is going going to go. So. You know, we, we don't necessarily need to talk about all the nuances of, of the startup and the company, Corey Connects, unless you want to. But I think just starting at that connection point probably is astute. No, it's a, it's a really good point. And what I, I, I came to you originally almost a year ago today um, a, a, on the basis of your, your network, on the basis of 
who you were as a connector and who you were in the Midwest in Chicago. And, um, you, you know, we got connected through a, a former colleague of ours, but it really was your network. And you were plugged into everyone, everyone that I knew, you know, all of the sales leadership groups in the Midwest, um, a lot of the founders and startups groups there. So, you, you know, what's powerful about you as a human being, as a connector is you've been able to turn that into its own platform and extend that and formalize it, which I love, which leads us into some of the other um, things that you're doing. I'm fascinated because this is actually my first time in having a catch up with you for a while um, where I've heard about information and I'm really eager to hear what you're doing there and, and what problem you're trying to solve. So the, the problem is the problem that's existed since the second day of the internet 1.0 and that is everyone's generating all this valuable data and people are monetizing that data and using that data and we're not taking uh, any custody of our own data and we're not sharing in any of the upside. So if you spend some time on some social media platforms and the internet, the amount of data that will be bought, resold and used to monetize you as a commodity is preposterous. However, the best case that you're going to get out of that right now is possibly being shown something, hopefully for a decent price that you might have wanted to buy. Right. And so what we've done is using a blockchain in the Salesforce architecture, we've created a blockchain that can quite literally take custody of any and everyone's data wholly and anonymize it, randomize it and privatize it in such a way that we don't even have access to it. And your data now becomes a sole custody of yours, the person who generated it. Now, you wouldn't necessarily need anything to do with that data either. You just don't want people to be able to buy it and sell it behind your back or use it to you know, Im impact any of your decision making. However, let's say you wanted some of that data monetized. Maybe you wanted the travel industry to know that you're traveling in three months because you want the, the best flight price to Cancun or the best package. Maybe you want the, the shoes um, that, that you like to start re reaching you when you might need a new pair of shoes if there's a good price, right? Certain things where the data could prove to be beneficial for you to have had it shared, you can opt in to have that shared and actually receive some of the money that is paid for that data. So you become, or I become, or anyone listening to this, the custodian of and the broker of your own data. And so being on, on a decentralized repository, being on the blockchain, having smart contracts, being on the Salesforce architecture, makes it a really compelling way that we can share the data with uh, those for whom it should be shared with the permission of the person whose data it is. And then that data can go right back into their silo. And so that's what we're solving. And there's a DeFi component. So we have a, a crypto token uh, that we are leveraging. People don't need to be a, a token holder in order to participate in, in the data sharing and privacy. Uh, people can monetize whatever their local currency is. But uh, we are, you know, we're very much a, an an industry 3.0 an internet 3.0 platform on the blockchain and so everything that we are looking to do is kind of uh skating to where the the puck is going and so we see crypto as being the way of the future we see data privacy being the way of the future and so uh the the site is live we, we've got our dot finance site uh the, the name of the company is information but it, it's spelled kind of funny because i I, like, I love to take words and, and make companies out of them, but spell them differently, right? So this is information with the number four, INF4Mation.com and information uh, 
has a, our, our finance site is in4.finance as well. If anybody wants to find out more, we've got white papers, informational videos, uh, you know, any anything and everything that anybody could want to find out from our military grade clearance, our enterprise clients, uh, and the way that we think that we're making the world a better place. This is absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to investigate this myself after the call. I'm super excited. I, I'm really pleased to be sharing this with your audience and, and our audience. What I want to do is use this as a segue because you, you, you know, you are a serial entrepreneur, um, and you, you are one of the most giving and generous souls I've ever met. You know, you, you wear your heart on your sleeve, and and you're not not ashamed to do so, which is one of the things I absolutely love and adore about you. What I also um, am extremely excited about personally because you know i'm i'm building a startup and and or a side hustle if you will probably startup is a very grandiose name for it but you are an executive for the whole of north america for influencer active which is another business that you're involved in um i would love for you to share with our audience um a little bit about influencer active and what that's all about because this is another ex hugely exciting opportunity that um, is relevant to me personally today and and to a lot of businesses that are active and a lot of uh, individuals that are active on linkedin as, as one of their social channels absolutely so i love what we're doing we are the first b2b business influencer platform in the world and we've got I think close to 100 influencers and several hundred companies as, as clients right now. We launched earlier this year and effectively companies can go and view the influencers on the platform, see who's got what audiences where, what they talk about, check out their content, how it engages um, and, and the reception of such. And then if they see somebody maybe that talks about tech to 50,000 people, it gets a thousand likes and that person's got a great reputation and you know a market that they're selling into they can choose to hire this influencer and they'll, they'll put their different gigs on there, but maybe they'll do a post about the company for $100. Maybe they'll engage with 10 of their posts for 50 bucks, right? This morning, I did a video that I made personally for a company that has a campaign about you know exponential growth. And without talking numbers too much, I made, you know, it will just casually say I made hundreds of dollars off of that post today. It was a 40 second post. And off of that 40 second post that they paid me, you know, whatever the, the amount is, my assumption is, and, and what I've started to hear from them is that they probably closed several thousand dollars in business today. So the ROI is phenomenal. And what happened is, it's the second time I've promoted this particular company. Well, after that, they reached out and said, we love what you're doing. Would you be willing to work with one of our marketing team on how they can, you know, basically teach a man to fish, right? Can you give them some strategies mm -hmm. that they can execute on? We see that you work with people as a coach. So they hired me as a coach and I, I'm a high ticket coach. I charge thousands of dollars a month. And then they asked me to do a thousand dollar workshop for, for their entire staff. And so coming off of making, you know, round numbers will call it 500 bucks this morning, but you know, I, I came off that making, you know, closer to $5,000 just through influencer active, just through one client. And, and frankly, it's great to make money. Everybody wants to make money. We talk about side hustles and all of that. But at the end of the day, what they got for their $500 this morning or what they're going to get for their $1,000 or their $3,500 in working with me as an influencer would have cost them in, in other worlds 
thousands upon thousands of dollars. And, you know, we can attribute this. And I love the Teach a Man to Fish model. I love that they're going to teach me uh, or have, have me teach their marketing team how to do what I do and, and try to replicate that to a degree. Uh, but, but I see companies and some of them are the, the billion dollar industry leaders that are coming on because they want to see someone with a million followers get, you know, 10,000 views on LinkedIn talking about a new product or saying that their, their new software suite is fantastic. But the fact is, there's nowhere else to get a business influencer. I'm not famous. I, I was I was a, a punk musician and a rapper in the '90s, right? I was a I was a waiter for 20 years. I'm nobody, right? I, I, on LinkedIn, thank God, I've developed a, you know a name and a following at this point. But outside of LinkedIn, I'm nobody. But if if I mention a company or a product on LinkedIn at this point, it would probably do better than if someone were to hire Jerry Springer and talk about that on Facebook, right? So it's really you know, we're not for everybody. We're for businesses that want to get the right targeted eyeballs on LinkedIn um, for the most part. And, you know, we've got Instagram influencers, TikTok influencers, a partner of mine. She's fantastic. And she's got three million followers on TikTok. And so she's on Influencer Active and she's making money. But God bless her. I haven't worked enough with her yet on her LinkedIn. So if you went to her LinkedIn, her posts don't do very well. And so no company would want to hire her. But if, if they needed someone, you know, on, on TikTok to get hundreds of thousands of impressions, she'd be their person. So we're really trying to bring, bridge the gap between influencer marketing, um, you know, and, and the non-celebrities that can actually get the message out. Yeah, it's, you know, the reason I love this, this piece that you're doing, Corey, is LinkedIn has always been kind of the hardest social channel for businesses to crack. I mean, you could have run some ads and spend some ads with LinkedIn directly and you get almost no traction. And I've spent money on LinkedIn before and, and it was almost like throwing it in, into the toilet. And, um, you know, you, you were far better off using Google or using Facebook marketing to get traction. Um, but what is really important about this is, is this is a place where, you know, if you're in the corporate world, you're on LinkedIn. It's it's the first thing I open up every day. You know, when I sit on LinkedIn all day, it stays open as a browser tab. I'm always sending emails and following emails up. And some of my my clients contact me outside of work because there are some things that you know they don't want to use work infrastructure for because they're looking for help, they're looking for advice, they're looking for to connect to someone else. Um, and and you know, for me, it was always. Uh, the the nut to crack and you found the secret sauce to crack um linkedin you know you were the last time i spoke i think you were at three hundred thousand followers or just just shot, am i right where are you now where are you now? you're taking where where are you at now yeah i, I would have to imagine that last time it was was closer to two hundred thousand. um I, I still don't have that 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 lovely round 300,000 number but i'm getting closer i think i'm at two 280 and change thousand followers there wow Wow, I mean, it's still phenomenal. I think that puts my three thousand and something to shame. But I mean, th this is this is really, and, and the reason I, I wanted our audience to start with Corey Connects, and I think you were right in starting there as a segue, is that's really been, um, you, you, you know, your passion and your brand is connecting people, connecting with people, sharing who you are, just just creating um, connections of value between. Um, other people and, and whether you get a clip on the ticket or not most of the time you've done it just just for the goodness of your heart and I've seen that but what that's enabled you to do and this is the power for our audience is build an audience of 280,000 followers on a channel that is really difficult to get traction on you know you know you and I both know 
LinkedIn kind of has always been that, um, you know, there's a bit of a taboo over, do you connect with people you don't know? Do you, do you keep it your private golf club membership or do you connect to network? And, you know, I think it's, it's uh, leaders like yourself who are avant-garde that are, that are really reframing LinkedIn as, as the, the network is your net worth. And I've heard you say that before, and I really believe that is absolutely true, right? Is the more people you can reach, the more people you can touch, the more people will talk to you, not for engaging purposes or, or, or to try and make money or take something from you, but, but to ask questions and to, to connect to other people and to learn and to grow. And that's the basis that, that naturally, right? We all wanna be able to monetize that. I think you've found a, a recipe along with the crew at Influencer Active to, as you said, to really tap the secret sauce and bring influencer marketing to LinkedIn, which is absolutely phenomenal for every business out there. I mean, I know for one, I wanna invest with you. I wanna have you share some of the content for the self app through um, this platform. It's something that I'm incredibly proud to be able to know you and be able to partner with you in doing that. But I also wanted to expose this to every other person out there who either runs a business or is an executive in a business and thinks, how can I reach a targeted audience? You know, is there a way to um, cost effectively invest in influencer marketing on LinkedIn and get a return far above the old static ads or some really bland content that that otherwise wouldn't reach people. And there is a way now, which is absolutely thrilling for us. So, oh, sorry, go on, Corey. I was just gonna say, I think it, it, it bears mentioning because of where you are and where your incredibly charming accent comes from. Influencer Active, I wanna shout out our, our founder, who's a, an absolute icon. His name's Anthony J. James. He's down in Australia as well, in Melbourne. Uh, and I say all that to say this, I love self app is going to be one of, one of the big Australian success stories, but there's another, another app from there. I, I, I'm a shareholder in, in full disclosure, but I love what they're doing and their name is so complimentary. And they are also an Australian app. They're called work app and work app is my friend Shane Wallace. And, and he's, he's been able to raise over a million dollars in friends and family and the, the product the, the platform now i believe has a hundred thousand australians on the on the platform and people all over and it's basically craigslist 2.0 everything they do is free and phenomenal and i think that it is something that your audience and you might be able to take advantage of also um, and then i want to give one quick shout out to a friend of mine steve, steve sherlock down in australia He's got a company named Bonza that's disrupted the, in, in the insurance industry down there. They're going international as well. So I say all that to say this, Influencer Active is proud to be an Australian tech startup. And I just want to throw out some of the other ones, including SelfApp, WorkApp, Bonza, because uh, you guys are really, for, for a small country of, of, of jolly folk, you guys are really at the cutting edge of tech and disruption. Well, you, you know, I, I, I can't speak for the rest of my cohort, but what I can say is spending time with you certainly um, stimulated a lot of the creative juices. I mean, I, I think I was always very proud to be uh, a sales leader and, and to be, you know, a, a, a corporate servant is the, is the term I describe. I very, very much love leading teams and running teams and working for larger organizations in, in, in wider cohorts. But it was working with you and seeing what, you were doing and seeing the way, in fact, Americans, and, and this is so true, right? I think it, it, for those Aussies, don't shoot me, don't hate me for what I'm about to say, but I really don't think we understand how important networking is. That as as a the base and the the, 
the, and it really speaks to this whole conversation and where we started with Corey Connects. Americans have a way of looking at other people as truly valuable assets, not commodities, not not opportunities to sell to, but that, that becomes part of it. But they see a network as a net worth and the more you are networked and the more you're providing introductions and providing um, uh, you know, ideas and, and engagements, the more that comes back. And I've never seen anyone in my life do it as well as I saw um, you and, and, and you know, a, a number of the, the investors and a number of the, the entrepreneurs based in the Midwest that I saw do this. And it becomes like breathing. It's a skill and it's tough to learn. And, and particularly for introverts, and, and I'm fu fundamentally an introvert, it shocked me at, at just how much, uh, you know, an independent society really misses out on and this this you know going alone and solopreneurism really it's probably the wrong the wrong title if you're a solopreneur you need to be more connected you need to be more networked than anyone else and and i think really um the whole concept of of it takes a village is so true but you really inspired me and i think americans have done this so well i mean you raise capital so well. You're willing to take bets um, that are less conservative than, than Australians are. And this is why, you know, there is such a strong startup creative culture in the States because people are willing to take bets and to believe in dreams and to see those happen. And particularly when you've got someone with your gravitas and someone who really has um, such a brilliant network and so many great ideas and so many of the businesses that you run have these recurring problems with as you said you know data privacy and and you know it also speaks to you as a character that you're like well it's one thing to sell data privacy it's another thing to help others who are commodities become you know custodians of that data you know and and this this is the the flow that works back and forward in in everything that you do and um you know, it's it's inspired me. I mean, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing today primarily because you know you kind of in in the kindest way possible got got a boot to my my butt and we're like you know everyone can do this. You just got to get out there and do something. And you know, I've been following you and seeing some of the things you've been doing with Influencer Active. And I even said to my partner, I said, this is brilliant. What this is for LinkedIn is is what you know Trend.io was for for Instagram and and you you creating a platform that is truly unique and and i think every business should be investing with this i think it's absolutely brilliant sir um i know i've taken up a lot of your time and i'm super thrilled and i want um our audience to see a little bit more of of the the human being that you are and the amazing human that i know you to be um throughout all of the adventures from corey connects information influencer active Shedwall a number of the other businesses that you're engaged in, the mentoring that you're doing. You've got so much on your plate. I have a question for you. How in juggling all of this, do you, does it, does it force you to be your best self? How, how do you have to be your best self when all of this is coming on? So I think that the first thing that I would say, and one of the quotes I, I'd say almost at nauseam is that perfection is the enemy of progress. But I think so often people are obsessed with self-improvement and being the best version of themselves. And sometimes, you know, I take a page from, from the book, well, all the pages from the book, Be Here Now. I think sometimes whatever our self is at that moment is our best self. 
if we're crying or if we're nervous or if we smell bad or if we just screwed something up, that's our best self, right? That sometimes there's no need for self-improvement. So many people are chasing this carrot or, you know, if I just do this and that, I'll be perfect. No, you won't, right? Because then you're going to stub your toe and you're going to walk funny, right? It's, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get your makeup on perfect and then it's going to start raining and you're going to look like a clown, right? I mean, it's just all these things we can never we can never live in any moment other than the present. And so I think just sometimes embracing ourselves as our greatest self, even despite what anyone else might might try to get us to believe, um, can be very powerful. The other thing that I would say is, is that, um, you know, people often say, Corey, how do you have time? You just helped my daughter get an interview for, for her job. You, you just helped my sales team, right? And most of what I do, I don't charge for it. How did you have time to just talk to me for an hour? How do you have time to do all these things? And because we create time, right? I, you create money. Anyone that has money had to do something to create that money. Anyone that did time inherently had to do something to create the time. And, and I, I've become quite good at delegating, but I've become even better at creating time. So you know, I've got enough time for my family and for my friends and for my dogs and for my companies and for my self and I, I have a, a pretty in, intense prayer and meditation regiment as well but so you know i'm very spiritual very religious but the other thing that i would say and, and i'm just obsessed with this concept it's not unique and it's been you know i, I was kind of into it for almost a year and and, and but now i'm in the rabbit hole with the, the whole concept that we very may well be living in a simulated reality right and it's the simulation reality theory and the holographic reality theory are not unique. And, you know, I think a lot of people, especially theologians and, you know, take a lot of exception to it. But the reality is we do run off electronic impulses and our minds absolutely are computers that we don't understand. And we can create our realities with our expectations and our thoughts. And right for every for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction and and things are pixelated and right. I've created this moment with my head because I'm seeing you and you're a real person, you're another potentially player in this game, but I'm seeing a visual digital representation of you from a little box, right? How is that different from the digital representation in a box that I see when I look at myself in a mirror, right? And how does that differ from when I close my eyes and I turn off the simulation and, and I, I conceptualize myself in my head, right? And so I say all that to say this, if we are player one, or person one, person zero, right? If this is a potentially even simulated reality, then I think what's the goal in the game? Is to have fun, right? And so how do you have fun? It's not it's not chasing self-help or self, you know, betterment. That's not fun, right? And, and, and when you're in a game, you might go on missions to get some more gold or right, to, but at the end of the day, you're in there and you're in there for an experience and, and you're in there to kind of discover yourself. And right, you don't need to be better to discover yourself or, or to observe an experience. I love the Grateful Dead as a song, Eyes of the World, you know, and wake up to to find out that you're the eyes of the world, right? We, we are observers. And when you study quantum sciences and quantum physics and things of that nature, there's an observer effect. And so I think just tuning into the fact I am the observer. This is my digital reality. I am the CEO, not only of a number of organizations, but of my own life. I'm, I'm CEO mm. of Corey Warfield, right? And, and, and I've kind of, you know, rebranded Corey Warfield as Corey Connects. And so now 
No, I, I technically am the, the CEO of Corey Connects, and it's it's so humbling. We're, we're launching a cryptocurrency called Corey Coin. It's got my name and my face on it. And they said, "How does this look?" I said, "Can we can we make it look just a little bit more like Abraham Lincoln, right?" But like <laughs> this is, but this is all digital reality stuff, right? If if I like, who in the world could create a you know potentially billion dollar market cap coin with their name on it? Who dropped out of college 25 years ago? I was living on the streets 24 years ago, right? It's like none of this could possibly be real, except for I made it a reality. And so I know that was a really long-winded way to say. I think just 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 showing up, you know, not as our best selves, but as ourselves, and just mm. listening to who ourselves are, because so many people want to put on a, a, a facade or a pretension, or you know, you hear a lot of people lately talking about imposter syndrome. I don't think that was really a thing outside of a college school school classroom a couple of years ago, but all of a sudden everyone's talking about imposter syndrome and you know everyone's admitting that they're not who they pretend to be. And it's like, no, let's let's just stop that. Right? Let's just be ourselves. Let's see how we can end world hunger and poverty. Let's see how we can, you know, love people that don't deserve it. I, you know, I, I have a saying: if you don't hate anybody, just love the hell out of them. Right? Like, how can we show up as that person? Right, who wants to make our own worlds a better place, and, and the byproduct is it becomes better for everyone in it. So that I don't, I don't know if that answered the question, but it it, it let, let me get on the soapbox for a few minutes anyhow. No, I love it, and I, I love listening to you speak, Corey. I think you know, as you said, showing up as your authentic self and just being who you are, and 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 I think it ties back perfectly that perfection is the enemy of progress, and as long as you're making progress, you're doing okay. I think that's absolutely the, the message I got out of it. Um, you know, there's a lot more in there to unpack. You went Matrix on me and dropped full Neo, and I was sitting there going, wow, man, I'm seeing the dots and, and the green little pings going through life there. But, um, you know, I, I think you've absolutely nailed it. So what I, I want to find out, you know, what, as, as, as we wrap up today, who or what are you thankful for in your life? So interestingly, I am thankful for all the adversity. I'm thankful, right? You know, you, you develop a certain amount of, you know, recognition. And, and, and of course, you know, they say haters make this greater, but they also say if you don't have haters, you're on the wrong path. And so I'm grateful for my haters. I'm, I'm grateful for the people that have frankly made death threats and tried to, to uh, you know, make death threats and spread lies and, and, and all of these things and get my accounts restricted. I'm really grateful to them because you know, they really gave me the capacity to not worry about that kind of a thing, right? I'm really grateful for all of the people that not only didn't want to invest in, you know, my ventures, God bless them, but the people that said we can never do it, the people that actively either tried to take our ideas and steal them or, or try to, you know, in any way that they could keep us down. And, and it's not, I don't have an ax to grind. I don't have a bone to pick. I don't want to prove them wrong. I don't care. But what I will say is those are the people and those are the experiences that have pushed me to become the person that I am. And so I'm very grateful to that. You know, outside of that, I'd say I'm just grateful that there are good people in this world. And I don't care what prophet or what book people read. And, and I my definition of God doesn't need to be loved by people. I think that would be a very uh, limiting belief system, but I just love that there are people in this world that love God, whatever that means to them, because I do feel, you know, love is my religion, as Ziggy Marley said, and God is love, and that, that was from Christ, Christ himself. And so for people to love God is to love love, and for people to want that, or people that want more love in this world. And 
you know, there's never a bad time for more love in this world. There, there's never a bad outcome that could happen. Uh, and so yeah, I, I'd say that that to me is, you know, I, again, I feel like I'm just coming up with wordy responses to some of these. But uh, for, for me, I'm grateful for I'm grateful for adversity. I'm grateful for love. I love it. That's beautiful summary there, Corey. Um, as we, we finish off, I've got um, two more questions for you. The second last one what's next that you want to conquer what next challenge or is it one of the platforms that you're working on now that you really want to drive what's what what's the thing that you really want to sink your teeth into yep so i've got the answer but again it's going to be a long one um so i believe wholeheartedly that information can take a multi-billion dollar market cap and my position on there would solidify me as a billionaire i think Influencer Active was positioned to be a multi-billion dollar acquisition. And, you know, we, we know who it would make sense to be the acquirer, but, you know, it, it could be a, a number of people. Um, with Corey Connects, we believe that re recruiting and, and social media growth are both so on trend right now. And to gamify those in a way that's free to consumers, we believe will be a billion dollar company. Shedwell now is, um, you know, we, we've sold into to the market and the industries and, and frankly, some of the logos that we've wanted. There's, you know, it would be ambitious to say it'll be a billion dollar company, but I think it'll be a, a, a very productive many million dollar organization that will sell as well. And I'm not money motivated and you might know that I can see almost your brows going, where is he going with all of this? Well, there, there's two things that I'll say and the first, the first is, uh, I've, I've decided that I want to live a life where I can live off 10% of what I earn and give 90% away, yet I want an opulent life. I, I want houses in multiple countries, I want to fly between them on helicopters and private planes that I own, and I want to get a, a pilot license. I want to uh, be able to live every, I mean, the car that I want is the Rolls-Royce Cullinan. It's a half million dollar SUV and, and I will buy it, right? I won't buy it until I can, can donate the same amount to, to charity. But so. I want 10% of what I earn to, to provide an amazing generationally wealthy life for myself and my family. So, you know, through that lens, having these companies that could, could take these positions is, is really been, you know, beneficial for that. But the real reason that I want to become, you know, wealthy, although again, I'll give it all away, but I've got an idea and, and I may have shared this with you before. And if not, anyone that's heard me on a podcast before may have heard me tease this, but I've got an idea using 3D printers and explosion, explosives to get to the bottom of the ocean. And if that worked and get us to the bottom of Antarctica, which is surrounded by the newest ocean in this, on this planet, the, the Southern Ocean. I don't know if you saw that news headline about a week ago, but that's, yeah, they, they just named uh, the water around Antarctica is the fifth ocean in the world, the, the Southern Ocean. But so if I could get to the bottom of the ocean, which where we've never been, I get to buy my Antarctica, that same technology, rather than go, go below our feet and underneath us can go up into the heavens and can get us effectively to the, to the moon and from the moon, you know, you can kind of piggyback on some further stuff. And so that's my, that's my true goal. I, I want to, I want to personally ex explore outer space and inner space as well here on the, on the earth. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things highly ambitious, but I've talked to some former NASA engineers. I've talked to some people at SpaceX. People are you know, kind of scratching their head going, well, wait, that might work, right? But the prototype would be very expensive. And so that's that's what's next for me. When, once I once I crack the code on, on these unicorns, um, you know, and give it all away, I'm, I'm coming after the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> You've got Elon Musk going to Mars and you're going 
you're going in and down into earth. I love it. I love exactly where, you know, the, the heights and the depths in this case of, of vision um, and what you believe is possible is absolutely brilliant. You know, there are absolutely no limits to what you're going to achieve, Corey. I, I can see that now. Um, one final question. You may have already touched on it earlier on, but what is a, a key piece of insight? You know, if you could sum up one thing, one thing for our listeners to take away um, that would help them be their best self or as you describe it, their most authentic self, what, what is that one piece of advice that you could leave our listeners with? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it ties into the whole perfection is the enemy of progress, but I think it's just not being ashamed or embarrassed to just show up and suck at things. I think just, you know, inact, inactivity, Michael Jordan said we miss 100% of the shots we don't take. I think, you know, I'm often asked what I would go back and tell a 10-year-old Corey, and I, that one's easy to me. I tell the 10-year-old Corey, you can accomplish anything you want and just love more. Um, but I, I think just, having people show up and try stuff, right? So many people do the same thing over and over and over in their life and then they, they, they're they never fulfilled. I think try as many things as you can, right? Try playing sports, even if you're not coordinated. Try art, even if it might look like, uh, you know, someone threw up on a piece of paper um, because there are just so many things that can tangentially happen when we when we go outside of our comfort zone. And you know, I, I love a little video of a rabbi talking about a lobster and the, the distal it is that growth happens outside of the comfort zone. But I would just encourage everybody, if you've never tried to start up, start something up. If you you know, never tried mm. to sell something, sell something. There are so many people who've never done a cold call. It's it's invigorating, but it's also so freaky. Pick up a phone and call a stranger, try to sell them something, right? whatever it might be, but I'd encourage everybody to try something or, or many things that they have not tried before. Phenomenal advice. Well, sir, I want to thank you for coming on our show today. It's been an absolute privilege and pleasure to speak with you. And, you know, my Lord, have we covered everything from quantum physics to startups to, you know, exploring the depths of the ocean. It's been truly in such a short period of time um, a really wonderful discussion and thrilling for me um, if people want to find out more i'm going to put links in the bio for uh, corey connects information and influencer active i strongly encourage you if you you, you know if any of those um, businesses resonated with you today check them out influencer active for me is one that i am absolutely pumped to look at um, I'll certainly be keeping a very close on eye on your growth and, and um, you know, hopefully being able to say that you are the first of my friends to become a billionaire. I would be absolutely chuffed to say that. Uh, I would also like to thank our listeners. Before you go, if I can ask you to do us a good deed and share this with just one other person, please leave us a five-star review wherever you tuned in. And for more Best Self Goodness, find us on social by searching for The Self App. From us to you, keep up the good thoughts, good words, and good deeds, and continue to level up your best self. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, all.